Hey guys, before we get to today's episode, if you are in the Los Angeles area, this Saturday, June 4th, we will be doing a sort of Out on the Lanai Presents Golden Girls Con at 7pm in the Nerdist showroom at Meltdown Comics as part of the highly anticipated release of Mike Dennison's Be A Day coloring book launch. We have lots of special guests, including Jim Colucci, author of Golden Girls Forever, Elliot Glazer from Broad City, and Brian Petroff, co-founder of Big Gay Ice Cream, yummo. The show is free, but you can go to outonthelanai.com slash live to reserve your ticket. On with the show! This is a HeadGum Podcast. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Los Angeles, 2016. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of The Golden Girls and then we talk about it. Yes, and we just watched season four, episode two, The Days and Nights of Sophia Petrillo, which aired on October 22nd, 1988, and is the episode where Sophia has a day. She goes and buys a nectarine. Such a great episode. Does so much more. One of my favorite episodes. It was, I love that... Because I don't... Have we done this before on the show? Like, really singled Sophia out for her own story? Um, well, yes. There there was the episode where she... Where they thought she was dying of a heart attack. Um, remember, she was laying right. on the couch. That was very much a Sophia. Yeah. But this is the first time Sophia's actually probably been off on her own. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Like, she was this very independent, helpful... She was just like... Just she was kicking living her ass life. left and right. Let's talk about it because it's so good. It's so good. Um, so it's it, we start on it. It's a, it's a rainy day. It's a rainy day. The girls have just they're all in their beautiful nightgowns. So all we assume it's great. morning. Yeah, we think it's morning, and so and 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 they're just sitting around the table. Yeah, and uh, Sophia comes out in her rain gear, mm-hmm. and she's going to spend her day taking the eighty six. 86 bus round trip to the grocery store to buy a nectarine. Just a nectarine. And she goes off to do so. And it's so weird because, like, because Rose immediately comments, like, like, almost makes Sophia sound pathetic. She's like, you know, it's so sad. Sophia needs something to make her, you know, feel more fulfilled. And Well, it is, it does on, on, on its face value, it does seem very sad that this, you know, older, vivacious, sort of, like, full-of-life woman, all she does every single day, her only activity, her only real activity is to go round-trip to go buy a fucking nectarine. But I don't buy that, because they've witnessed Sophia doing so much more over time, and... Also, they should be alarmed if Sophia... Because by the time... gone this long. Yeah, by the time... (laughs) By the time Sophia returns... It's nighttime. Yeah. The, like, Jeopardy has come and gone. Mm-hmm. So, I also, they, like, they have to ask her, and I think at one point they even mentioned that maybe she stops to rest on a bench, but, yeah. like, let her fucking do whatever she wants to do. I mean, I'm down with you, but I, I also see, I, I can understand why someone would be like, let's see that. 
Why don't you think Sophia tells the girls what she does with her day? Because, you know, just like just like the story later on in the episode where Dorothy talks about her grandmother, Sophia's mother, who we saw in the last, uh, not last episode, but the second to last episode. We oh, saw I have a logistical it. thing to talk about when we get to that. Um, but uh, who who talks about her grandmother and how even up until the end at 94 when she was rolling around in a wheelchair, she was still active all day long and... She mentioned that Sophia didn't see that. Sophia just saw this, like, her, this woman she saw that was once full of life, now not full of life. And I think, I think that's sort of the, that's sort of what, there's this parallel between what Dorothy and her other daughters, Rose and Blanche, Mm -hmm. see of this older woman and what this older woman's life is actually like. Right, but... Why? But why wouldn't Sophia want Dorothy to see that she is still vivacious and doing things? Because it's not important to her. It's her life. Like, I guess. But you'd think, like, she, like, if Dorothy was ever on her back, like, my, you gotta, like, whatever, you know. Well, that's the point, is that Dorothy's not on her back because Dorothy is just seeing her mother get old. And she's not seeing, you know, she's not seeing... She's not looking deeper. I she's, get. You know what, though? If they were communicating, we wouldn't be having this problem. Well... If, that's another episode. <laughs> I guess. It's just very strange to me because I almost want, like, if Sophia's going to hide her activities, she's fine telling the rest of the women about how, like, her and her friends drink sherry, yeah. like, get drunk in the park and stare up at the clouds to see Pat Sajak riding side saddle on a horse. Like, she discloses all of that. It's just very interesting to me that Sophia does not disclose, you know, yeah. basically, like, the fun things that she does. I just I'm okay with it. I like, I like Sophia having a secret life. I kind of like that maybe I have a secret life that you don't know about, you know? Like, maybe you there's... You Snapchat way too much. I do Snapchat from, a lot. I say that like I'm on Snapchat. I know, you're not I see the all. things that make it on Instagram. But, but Stan sees my Snapchat. He does see um, your Snapchats. And he uh, is a watching, I know. He sh- he'll come back soon. Uh, yeah. Um, so, while Sophia's out... And about getting her nectarine, the girls decide, like, they're going to have a very active... They're going to do something with this rainy day. They're (laughs) They're going to be productive. Yes, which they're not at all. But the first thing they really put their minds to doing is, like, relining the shelves. Yeah. Which, Which, that's such an 80s thing to do. I know. I don't never... Do you line your shelves? Never. I'm like, why line your shelves? You just put the stuff down. You're done. Yeah. And also, I mean, it'll peel up in the corners. It's just like, eh. I I mean, mean, now you have that foamy sort of stuff that you also use to open jars. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what you put Sure, that kind of makes sense. Because of wet, it absorbs whatever. Um, But the girls are stopped when Rose opens the cabinet to find double fudge cookies. Which oh, they agreed no! not to keep in the house. Stop! Do you keep cookies? Yeah, in the cheesecake house? is fine. Not really. Yeah, no. I try not to. I have chocolate in the fridge, but that's probably the sweetest thing I have. Yeah, I keep like the Trader Joe's semi-sweet chocolate in Same. the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I can't have snack food. I'm already like, you know, I'm prone to weight problems, so I can't have. Cookies yeah, and stuff in I don't the house. like. That said, you you saw me start this this podcast. <laughs> On a memorial, we're, we're recording this on Memorial Day, guys. Um, and I, I came in with a bag of Funyuns, um, a very large Slim Jim, and a big gulp of it's not iced even, tea. It's a super big gulp. Oh, it's iced tea. Is it sweet or unsweet? Unsweetened. Okay, great. I'm well, from then, Missouri. I thought that was not maybe. The South. I thought maybe it was some sort of red punch. Um, <laughs> what? Red? I don't know. So, <laughs> Sophia's first, the first big part of her adventure is the grocery store. Yes. Where... She buys said nectarine. She buys said nectarine. And um, she, she's met... Well, no, I'm sorry. Continue. She 
sasses the grocery store clerk in Ooh. such a great way. She yeah. holds up the nectarine, nectarine and she's like, hey, don't you have any like decent nectarines around here? Because I feel like she showed up and probably got, it was like a combination of the ones that were like super bruised and yeah. the ones that were hard as a rock yeah. right off the truck. And he says to her, he's like, are you kidding me? I never saw a more perfect piece of fruit. And she goes, oh, then try kissing my behind. Yeah. And then there was like a yeah. long laugh break. And yeah. she goes, it's a real peach. Huge laugh break. Yeah. It was so great. It's great. And then her friend Claire comes Played over. by, it's a very important actress actually, played by Frances Bay, who died in 2011. R.I.P. Frances Bay. But she was in things like Happy Gilmore. We know Gilmore. her as Happy's grandmother. She was also in Blue Velvet, The Karate Kid. I mean, she was in a lot, Twin Peaks. She was in a lot of stuff. We had some really, we had some really big, uh, really big uh, The guest stars, stars in this episode are like, Cream of the crop of older ladies. Yes, older yeah. actresses. Like, yeah, you're on. You're on an Emmy winning show. You're gonna get the the cream of the crop. Yeah. Um. And so Claire, uh, is unhappy because she hasn't been able to return this lamb chop that she bought. She bought it. She got it home. Realized it was all the the bottom was covered in fat. She tries yeah. to return it. And you know the grocery store clerk guy. Like he probably looks just like a little old lady. And like you know he's not gonna help her out. Screw you. Whatever. And Sophia decides she's going to take it into her own hands, and she does so in, like, the most amazing way. I feel like she was making, I mean, she was obviously making up these organizations. Of course she was. But she says, like, and by the way, the lamb chop, she gets it back for $1.17. Yeah. I was like, "Mm." Those were the days. Those were the days. Um, So she says, like, you know, yeah, sure, you don't have to give it back, but then I'll have to, like, alert everybody from... Uh, no, Noper or something, and it was the network of older people retired but living. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, retired but living. Retired but living. And then she starts talking about something else, and she was like, "Oh, I'll take it up to uh, like Orup or something." And, yeah. and he's like, "Wait, wait, you're gonna go where? I thought you said it was called like Nopra." And she's like, "No, no, no, no. This one's bigger. This is too big for that. This is the organization of retired and elderly people." Where of course she's like the co-founder and the president. It was just so funny. Yeah, that's great. It was so great. Um, so then uh, then she goes to pay for the nectarine. She's got so many funny moments. She goes to pay for the nectarine, and the store manager is like, no, you know, take it for free. And she's like, what, are you kidding? Like, that's, you know, I don't accept free gifts. That's against, like, the, the, the Bible. Regulations. The regulations. Yeah. Whatever. And, uh, and he's like, all right. He's like, I'll take uh, 45 cents. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm not paying 45 cents for this nectarine. And then she, like, weighs it in the bag, like, contemplating how uh-huh. much it's worth. And she's like, I'll give you a quarter. And he's like, all right, fine. And then she turns to Claire and says, and I want to start using this line, but she goes, don't just stand there like a bump on a pickle. Get the man a quarter. And I'm like, I want to say that now. Don't just stand there like a bump she on a pickle. She not only bargained it down, she got the nectarine for free, essentially. Yeah, but then was like, I'm still going to pay for it. Yeah. 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 She, yeah. No, but she got her friend to pay for it for her, so she got oh, it Oh, you're right. Yeah. Damn. That is some sneaky shit. So we get back to the girls in the kitchen. They ate their cookies. They ate the cookies. In the morning, which is <coughs> weird. Um, yeah, I wondered. I was also trying to just, I mean, it looks like an entire day has gone by. So when you split yeah. up their day, it looks like the women... We're sitting around the kitchen table mm. from what we can assume is... What time is, Je- is Jeopardy on? Like, six? I mean, it's a syndicated show, so it comes on in different times in different markets. But in most markets, I would assume, like in Los Angeles, it comes on at the end of the day, right before Wheel of Fortune. Not that I watch every day. So, five, six? Yeah. What time is it on now? It's like six o'clock here, I think. Okay, so let's yeah. say it's on at six. I DVR it. 
presumably, the women are sitting around the kitchen table from like 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Well, yeah, because they're telling stories and talking and catching up That's and being there. That's a them. long time just to be sitting around the table. I mean, they're having... Like, you know, they're going to get blood clots in their legs. No, they've moved. They've gone to the bathroom. We just didn't see it. Like... There, there were times, like, for example, when I was living in St. Louis, where I'm from, and after New Year's, <laughs> we would always go to my friend Lori's place, and we would spend the night at Lori's place, and the next day, it would be like a three-day experience, just vegging. I mean, we would just veg at Lori's place, for, like, literally not move. Like, there was times where we'd be in the living so room. gives me so much anxiety to think about. Really? Because yeah, we I would just order Chinese veg. food and sit there and just watch... Endless episodes of The West Wing. I can't. I couldn't do that for a day. When I get home after a long day of work, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kick my shoes off, have a glass of wine, and watch The Bachelor. Fine. I've been up working all day. But even then... You're I, such a white lady. <laughs> Stan, can I tell you? Stan, I got him hooked. I... I watched The Bachelor, like, I'd catch it here or there, like, for a season. Yeah. But he and I started watching The Bachelorette last season, and he's so addicted to it. Like, it's our thing. We, like, wow. yell at the TV. Yeah. Um, I've been texting with, um, so Michelle Collins, she's one of the co-hosts of The View, really funny comedian, a friend of mine, and uh, we've been I've been trying to get her on the podcast, but she, of course, is very busy because she also is, like, a regular commenter on The Bachelorette. They invite her on for, like, the specials. Wow. Like, she's a big Bachelorette deal, so, uh, and The Bachelor and whatever the fucking things are called. Um, but someday Michelle Collins will be on this podcast. It's amazing. Speaking of, like, if you're not watching Unreal, the second season starts very soon. Do you know that show on Lifetime? No. Sherry Appleby's in it. It is... It won a Peabody Award. It is an amazing show. It, it was won a what award? A Peabody? A Peabody? A Peabody. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm from <laughs> Massachusetts. I just hit my chest like Celine Dion. I'm from Massachusetts yeah. where we have a town called, it's Peabody, but yes, it's Pe- a, she won a Peabody. It's, it's a Pe- Excuse me. <laughs> it is. It's and- Peabody. It's Peabody. It's down the Cape. <laughs> Shut up. She won a Peabody. Okay. Um, and it, the show won a Peabody. It's amazing. It's such a freaking great show. It was co-created Wait, by a woman. What is it about? It's basically like... The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, but what it's like, it's it's told through the the lens of a producer on the show and, like, what really goes on. It mm. was co-created by a woman who made a short film and then she used to, it was sort of based on it, but she used to work on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And yeah. it's basically, like, if you ever want, like, fictional but quote-unquote fictional, like, first-hand account of what those shows are like and how they operate and how manipulated everything is, it's a great watch. And it's just such a good show. Wow. It's got two strong female leads. Neither one of them are, like, sticking their tits out or, you know what I mean? They're, like, and they're good characters. And they yeah. have an amazing relationship. It's I've been watching a, a lot of show. Tyler Perry lately. Not the best, but... Okay, well... It's, it's choice. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> TP. Gotta get your TP. Yeah, gotta get it. All right, where were we? Oh, stories. So, so yeah, I, I so they're telling the stories, and <laughs> the stories. I have to say, like my least favorite. This is one of the first episodes, few episodes where I kind of just am done with the girls talking and just want to get back to Sophia and what she's doing. Yeah, you know, because like Blanche tells this story about she makes she does reference a man in a story who has large ears, and she infers that the the size of a man's ears is equal to the size of his penis which I looked at my ear, and I know the size of my penis very well. And I, I don't... I mean, if you if you laid out my ear, if you pulled out my ear from one end to the other, if you took my ear off, cut it off, cut off the edges, did some, like, Silence of the Lamb shit, pulled it out, stretched it out, then it might be the size of my penis. 
But this is not yeah. the size. I mean, Carrie, you don't know me that's this not, well, but this is not the no, size of that's my, very small. my it was, soft penis. It was a weird thing because, like, the way that you're, it under, it's weird because she was saying it in such a sexual way. She's like, you know, the size of a man's ears are directly proportionate to another one of his. Uh, yeah. You know, and I was like, well, wait a second. It's not like you're saying the size of you know his forearm or something is or, a shoe. Which yeah, is, I think, that what, makes. I think oh, yeah. That, I think that's what that's supposed to be. Yeah. I no, mean, it is maybe the size of your foot. from like the base of the ear to, to like, like where your neck is. That would. This could be my erect yeah, penis. Yeah, but yeah, it, that I thought was a weird thing because she was saying it as if it was like because you know big ears. Are big, you gonna go know, home and look at Stan's ears and be like? Your penis is bigger. Or smaller. I don't want to judge. I mean, I don't have to go home to... Th- like, I just know that. His- but you don't look at his ears that much, do you? <clears throat> no, but... So, I mean, tonight you're probably going to look at his ears differently. I guarantee you I'll forget this by the time I get in my car to go home. <laughs> you are clearly not a committed Golden Girls host. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. I somehow turned Siri on, and yeah. it's just, it's right now trying to calculate what we're saying. So it just keeps talking, guys. I'm going to read what it says. I guarantee, offer, get that by time I get my car, go home. You clearly not committed Golden Girls House. Times does amazing. I somehow run Siri on it's just now, right now, trying to sing. It's She got the the important things, I guess. No, she didn't. Did, I wonder what her response to that is going to be like, I don't even stop drinking. Yeah. Um... So, so, yeah. They it, tell these stories, kind of irrelevant. But there is a funny joke yes. where um, where when Blanche says, you know, that the sides of his ears are directly proportionate to another bodily area, Rose goes, what do you mean? And then there's the yeah. laugh, and I was like, oh, they could have been more clever than that. But then Dorothy goes, he had a big, floppy, pancreas rose. <laughs> which I was like, all right, they are in that joke. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, there's great. a lot of callbacks in this episode where Rose... I mean, they play up Rose's stupidity yeah. or daftness in a way that, um, yeah, that I, I think they kind of overplayed a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a formulaic type of Golden Girls joke that. Yeah, but it know, usually just... happens like once an episode where there's like a big sort of daft moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas this one had like multiple. It had like yeah. three or four. Um, <coughs> oh, sorry, Fraser. I coughed. <laughs> I don't know why I can't stop. Allergies. Um, Are you allergic to Fraser? No, I'm not allergic to Fraser. Um, I also thought Dorothy looked amazing in her white robe. Yeah, she looked good. I feel like the her women hair was all on point knew. Too. Yeah, her hair looked so good. Yeah. I feel like the women all knew they were going to spend the entire episode in robes, and yeah. they were like, "I want a good robe on yeah. this episode. I want to look good." Um, and then there was a really funny moment where they're like, they they decide to put off relining the shelves they're not going to do that so blanche decides what they should do is rent a dirty video drink mimosas and french kiss the pillows yeah like, it's 10 a.m blanche yes i want <laughs> to so bad watch porn with friends i mean i do like male friends of mine wait you want to watch porn with your friends there with you or you want to watch porn that you're yeah just casually in? like watch and review porn so I recently, just at FYI, for you to know about me and for listeners to have an insight into my life, because that was one of the questions. So we asked on Facebook and Twitter questions from the fans and um, and sort of like what are, you know, what you guys thought of this episode, maybe had some questions for this episode, whatever. And so one of the questions that asked was, um, what is you guys' you know, lives like, daily lives like? And... My daily life, uh, an aspect of it is looking for work, and I recently got asked, a friend of mine is an adult film performer, and I recently got asked to give uh, setups for porn videos, and that whichever ones they, they, they select, 
I would get paid for. So I sent like 20 different setups and I got paid for four of them. That's awesome. Yeah. My favorite one was she's on the couch (coughs) and she's taking selfies. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the guy comes in and he's all like, oh, I'll show you a selfie stick. And then they use use a selfie stick to take nerd dirty pictures of each other having sexy times. And then he gives her his selfie stick. And then that's where I stop writing because they know what to do. Because they know what to do from there. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's amazing. That's I'm my so life, glad guys. I'm learning these new that's things about you. Yes, that's my nectarine. Is I mean, I don't do it a lot. I, that literally is the first time I've ever done it. But, um, what is? And my name will not be on it. But if you see that video, it's me. It's, yeah, they can know where. I'm sure there will be like a little. There will be a piece of you in there that will be able to like recognize like something. No, there will be zero piece of me in no, there. No zero piece of you. <laughs> no, but like not. You, you don't think any of your writing will be like oh that's an HLN thing. There will be no credit. I explicitly said do not. No, put my but name don't you think that. that we will watch it and we'll just inherently see you guys will know a part of you yes. in it because we know you so well, me and la audience. I mean, yes, sure. Great. Uh, what's my... What's your daily life It like? depends on... You're busy. I'm busy. Not... I mean, it's whatever. You're I'm, very busy these days because you're working on that Disney show. Yeah. Well, I guess on a, on a weekday, my normal life is I wake up at 7.45 in the morning and mm-hmm. I have to be very quiet because Stan usually still sleeps and if I'm too loud, like if our dog gets any sense that uh, I'm leaving... He will get up, and then Stan will have to get up and take him out. And so I always try to, like, make sure the dog's still sleeping. And this morning, I was rubbing our dog's um, back. Like, he's little. He's a little, like, Yorkie mutt. And I was rubbing his, like, side, like, half asleep. And then he rolled over, and I touched his wiener. (laughs) And I was like, ah! Um, And he's such a pervy dog. Like, he humps my leg all the time. And if I leave underwear out of my sight, like, for a Mm. second, he'll take it. Even, like, right out of the laundry when I'm, like, when I'm, like, putting, like, clean laundry away. He's, so I do that. I I got up to, I got up to 8 8 a.m. in my day. Animals can tell when you're uncomfortable with something. Well, he takes my, yeah, he takes it and he, like, burrows in my And he knows you don't like it. Yeah. So you should let go and maybe he'll. Let go. go. Maybe. I don't know. He's really cute, though. Um, But I, yeah, I work on a Disney show, so every day I get to work on the Disney show, and it's super fun, and I enjoy it, and uh, Girl Meets World is the stage right next to ours. Wait, what's the show? You have to tell them the show. Oh, it's called Bizarre Vark. It will start airing on the Disney Channel uh, the end of June, Right after, it'll premiere after the Adventures in Babysitting movie Great. that they made. A new movie, which Amazing. is very strange to me. I saw the preview for it. I was like, you ain't no Elizabeth Shoe. There's no reason to remake the movie. It's so different from the original. But Bizarre Vark's going to be a great show. So I work on that all day. And sometimes I get home at 7 o'clock at night. Sometimes I get home mm. at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, and that's what I do, five days a week. Um, yeah, the rest of my day is pretty much dealing with, you know... Um, rejection and uh, applying for work. <laughs> Our days, the and days Frazier. and nights of Carrie and HM. And a lot of TV. A lot of TV. Are there any other questions right now that we should answer? I know that I'm getting to them as they come. Okay, up. great. Yes. Um, <clears throat> so let's see, where was I? So they tell these stories, and then we cut back to <laughs> Sophia's on the beach now. She's on the boardwalk, same boardwalk we just saw Blanche when uh, when Blanche catches Fidel kissing Sophia. 
Also, in Yes, We Have No Havanas, which was the last episode. Well, yeah, me. and that answers BB Gun's question. Did they keep the giant boardwalk from other episodes? Yes, they just kept, they kept using it in other episodes. Yes, but depending on whether or not... They may not have known that they were going to use it, so they may have actually struck the set and then just, like, rebuilt it. Which yeah. actually isn't a big deal. They have all the pieces. But they've used it. They used it in the, the Dementia episode. They used it in the last episode. Did yeah, yeah, they've mention? used it a few times. They use it in the future one when Sophia gets married. Yeah. They use it there. Um, and I noticed there was an IMDb comment, which, if you guys don't read IMDb, it's the Internet Movie Database. And it's <laughs> anytime. I wonder if, if nobody knows what it is. I say IMDb mm. all the time, but... You plug any movie in there, you will find, I mean, just anything. It's the, yeah. it's the database for all movie and TV. It's yeah. amazing. But um, somebody had said, because when they're out on the boardwalk, it's very sunny. It's a nice sunny day out. And somebody had commented on IMDb as a goof that, you know, it's it's a rainy day. This is why all the women are inside. But then yeah. in the next scene, Dorothy's like, it's cleared up. Let's do something. Yeah. So debunked. Debunked. So she's on the boardwalk. Yes. And she's she's <coughs> she's leading this band now. This band, guys. One of the questions that um, was Who asked, asked it? I, I have to find the actual question. Uh, one of the questions that was asked was, uh, "Is the band real? Like, are they actually playing? You know, on the boardwalk, these these instruments?" And here, can you look and try to find it? Um, and the answer is yes. It was a real band. It's actually a very popular band called the Dixie Bells. Um, it was led by Peggy Gilbert, who was a very the one who was playing the saxophone. She was a very very famous jazz musician in the 30s and 40s. She was in lots of old Hollywood movies. She was very much a big deal. And then in the 70s, they started the Dixie Bells, which is this all female senior citizen jazz band. And they played together for 24 years. And at the height of their fame, they were like on the Tonight Show, on a bunch of different shows, and they were touring, and they were playing, like, touring, like, you know, 80-year-olds touring, and they were um, playing 150 shows a year, so they were a very important band, and yes, they were playing their instruments. That, yeah, yeah, and, and I feel like we can tell that they're playing because we spend so much time on them, and they were good. They're like, great. I mean, if they were busking on the streets of L.A. to make money, they'd, they'd make so much money. They were yeah. amazing. So I'm going to say, so Tyra, I hope I'm, I'm really Tyra, bad at yes, pronouncing Tyra. names. Tyra Pank was the one who at, had asked what an average day is like for the two of us. Mark Goldberg is the one who asked uh, if the women were playing yes. uh, for real. Um, so thank you, Mark, for that question. And yes, they um, were. Ooh. Let's keep going so we can okay. we'll get to okay. them as we go. <laughs> okay, there are lots of there are a lot more questions. There's actually I know. Okay, Steph Merlin asked, of all the men the Golden Girls dated, which ones do you think had big floppy pancreases? Yeah. Who do you think? Oh God, I don't know. I mean Jake with the nose tattoo. Jake. For Jake, come on, handsome Jake, the blue collar guy. Oh yeah, he no, but I don't think he had a big pancreas. I think he made up for all. Like I find when men are really attractive and they have this muscle and everything, they actually underwhelm in the dick department. But so who do you think? Well, we know Rose's husband, Charlie, her late husband, had a big one. I think Stan probably had a big dick. Yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, he is a big guy. I think Stan probably was packing something like that the way we didn't you look about. at Shaq. It was and you go, yeah, yeah Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. that answers that question. Thank you, Steph Merlin, for asking yeah. that question. Um, we can do these at the end if you want. Oh, no. I, I like doing them throughout. Okay. So I feel like it's making us where I keep losing my spot. When Sophia is conducting the band, yes. um, I it's so sweet. She's doing a terrible job, but Horrible. I love her. She's, she's conducting she's, with, a, with an umbrella. Well, she's holding an umbrella, 
But she's pointing. All she's doing is pointing. Don't get me wrong. It's the sweetest thing I've ever seen. I love it. She's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that's not how you conduct a band. Like, they're doing just fine without you. They don't need you there, but I'm sure yeah. they're glad you're there. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was amazing. I also love that there was a moment her and her friends were sitting around, and the way they determine who's buying lunch is, like, who has the highest blood pressure. Once again, Sophia yeah. pays for nothing. Yeah. She does not buy she her own She never pays. Um, but she leads. She's a leader. She is a leader. Um, so we get back to the kitchen, um, and the girls are still doing nothing. Nothing, nothing. Um, Blanche, basically, we learn in the episode that she got arrested twice in Chattanooga, which yes. is in Tennessee. Because this time she, t- well, I forget the first one, but the second one was because she was driving around with her top off. Yeah, and Dorothy was like, Blanche, are you even allowed in Chattanooga? And Blanche is like... Are you kidding me? The sheriff still rides. <laughs> Adorable. But they were going down kind of like a memory. It was almost like a flashback episode in that, like, they kept talking about, like, past moments, past memories, past whatever. Sort um, of. And I mean, Rose was telling a St. Olaf story about Pigpen Johansson. Polly Marie asked us, because um, this is one of the episodes that reminds her of her great grandma, is there any episodes of the Golden Girls that have warm memories of families and friend, family members and friends from ours, from, from us. Um, my episode that I think of when I think of family and watching the Golden Girls um, <laughs> is the AIDS episode. Just because it was sort of like, it was one of these sort of moments where like these worlds were fusing together and I knew that AIDS was a gay thing and I kind of knew that gay was me and so it was sort of like, what? And then that my mother was like watching this and loving it at the same time. It was a very uncomfortable experience. It was it was sort of like being faced with something that I wasn't quite ready to be faced with because of course, you know, I was a mm-hmm. young man or young person. Um I don't I can't off the t- I'm sure if I went through and looked at the episodes, I might be able to think of something, but um and this isn't family or friends, this is more enemies, but Daisy, the Sunshine Cadet. Oh yeah. I mean, I like Did that, you have a Daisy in your life? Yeah, like I sort of had a Daisy in my life who kind of like, you know, bullied me. What's her name? Let's, let's I'm not going to say her name. Oh, come on. Tell no, me offline. Tell me offline. We were cool. I'll tell you later. Um, I'll say her first name was Holly. How about that? Um, hey, Holly. But we were cool by the time we sure became you were. seniors. Keep saying that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's go back to, let's go back to Sophia. Yes. Who now she shows up at the hospital where she volunteers. Yes. And she's actually, uh, she's a sunshine lady, which I think is funny. It's which like Rose becomes lady, later on Sunshine the cadet. She becomes a sunshine lady? Later? She becomes a nurse sort of sunshine. Yeah. She becomes yeah. like a nurse helper person. That's where she, in the episode where she found her father, her birth father. This is where I wrote in all caps, how long do the women think it takes Sophia to get a fucking nectarine? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's been gone all day. Yeah. Um, so, Sophia's supposed to, de- like, deliver all of these flowers all around these different rooms, and she's kind of like, ugh, about it, because she's had a long day so far. Yeah. And this woman with a walker comes up. Now, it's actress Ellen Albertini Dow. Yes. Who only died last year at the age of 101 years old. Amazing. She was in so many amazing movies. She was in The Wedding Singer, Sister Act, The Wedding Crashers. She was the granny from The Wedding Singer. The yeah. hip hop, the hippie, hippie to the, the hippie, hippie to the hip hip hop, and you Again, don't stop a moving to the bam bam boom. List 
Yeah. Older actors. She was amazing. And Bill Pruitt, hope I'm saying your name right, he asked if, if this was if there were any other actresses in the in this episode that appeared on other episodes. And it, she's the one. She was in three episodes, actually. In season four alone, she plays two different characters. She was in The Days and Nights of Sophia Petrillo and Sophia's Choice. Ooh. And then in, in season six, she was in Older and Wiser. I think that's the one where she she uh, kidnaps yes she is forgetful and she kidnaps a friend from Shady Pines and, right yeah. right um, so the woman with the walker shows up and she asks Sophia if there are any flowers for her and yeah. Sophia's like no the answer's always no well which- before that happened actually there was a line about passion pit and so there was a man who was covering for Sophia or something before he left and she yells when he walks away you're only saying that because you can't have me or something. And then mm-hmm. she tells this crowd that it's a it's a passion fit. And Katrina on Facebook said that she, as a nurse, she can confirm that hospitals are indeed passion pits. Wait, meaning, meaning that, that there's that a lot of are, sexual tension? Yeah, getting that anal on in that storage closet. Whoa. Boom. All right. I bet every single person right now who has a significant other that works in a hospital, animal or people, I'm sure is basically just like, oh no, what's... Yeah, no. Everywhere you've gone in that hospital, someone's probably had anal. With someone else who works at the hospital? It doesn't matter. Anal's Wait. happened. I mean, I get that emotions because there's, run high there's in Because there's lubricants there. There's, there's prophylactics there. Are there, there? Yes, it's a hospital. There's all kinds of, like, things to make it clean and sanitary and, like, really get your freak on because you don't have to worry about shit. You can go get a blood test immediately afterwards, maybe get some drugs. Like, everything you need is there. Fucking a hospital. Do you think... You think hospitals have condoms? Of course they do. I mean, I can sort of see like a doctor's office having condoms, but a hospital? A hospital totally has condoms because a hospital sees patients that are sexually active, and I guarantee you that they're giving out condoms at the All end. All right. If you work at a hospital, and and including who just left the comment, I can't Katrina, read Katrina, Katrina. Katrina. Bobbin BB. Katrina, if you'd be so kind, let us know. If you guys work at a hospital, mm-hmm. animal or human, let us know if they have condoms there. You, you keep saying animal. Well, my sister works in an animal hospital. I want to be inclusive of all the hospitals. Oh, okay. <laughs> all the hospitals. If you work in any kind of hospital. Uh, I mean, I've masturbated in hospitals before. Well, yeah, but... I mean, when I was going yes. through chemo at the oncology center, I would jerk off all the time. And Wait, then... well, because you were saving samples or because... No, because I just wanted to jerk off. Oh, okay. It was a it was a way of passing the time. You're sitting there for six hours a day, five days a week, and it's like, oh, well, I got this chemo in my arm and this sailing happening, so everyone's going to think I have to pee. I'm just going to go jerk off again. Oh, so but you would do it in a... It became a game. In the bathroom? Oh, yeah, in the bathroom. Well, there was one time I did it under my blanket. Were you the only one in the room? Well, it wasn't a room. It was a curtain. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was a, it was a necessary moment because I didn't want to get up. Was it was it distracting for you because you were worried that someone might come by and pull the curtain aside any minute? No, at that point, I really didn't care. Yeah. I was definitely at a point of like, I don't give a fuck about anything. I like that. Yeah. It was nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Made Carrie speechless! No! So, Sophia ends up giving her the flowers. It's very sweet. Mm. Then, her little buddy Sam shows up, which, yeah. by the way, guys... Fun fact, the actor's name is Coco. Yes! <laughs> Coco! Coco. The actor's, I assume... But spelled K-O-K-K-O. Right, but you'd pronounce that Coco, right? He only did one other 
movie, which was called Family Prayers in 1993, which is also kind of fitting for the situation in this episode. And that was it. Also, Patti LuPone was in Family Prayers. Oh, really? And Paul Reiser. I Um, love Patti LuPone. So so Sam shows up, and Sophia is uh, chatting with him. I guess his parents, like, came to visit him. Oh, so is Ann Archer. She's a Scientologist. Sorry, go on. No, that's fine. Um, But we kind of, like, leave with, with Sophia talking to Sam. We go back to the kitchen. The women, Dorothy and Blanche, are now 45 minutes into a Rose story, which yes. they're like half asleep on the table. We know this because um, there's this ding. So Rose is telling this story. and I don't even know what it is. No one knows what the fuck that she's talking about. And then there's this ding that happens that <laughs> Blanche... Cake's done. <laughs> Blanche gets up in a really like exhausted, awesome moment. And she's like, 45 minutes. God. So then... <laughs> So then Dorothy starts talking about her grandmother, and yeah. she says that her grandmother died when she was 94 years old, and when Dorothy was six, yeah. but in that recent flashback, we saw young Dorothy, played by Lynn Green, clearly like oh, in yeah. her 20s, you're right. pushing her in a wheelchair. Yeah. So I'm just saying, well, guys. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It was, I mean, whatever. And then, the, so at this point, the women decide they're like, they're not doing anything today, like they're going to go watch Jeopardy. Yeah. And that's, and that's that. So then we get back to the hospital. Yes, and this is actually a moment that I remember noticing as a kid, but I find a lot of true Golden Girls fans don't necessarily pick up on this moment. Because they, it's it's said in such a way, and yeah. it's so interesting, because on this show, I feel like they weren't, they were never trying to sugarcoat anything, or like, I don't think they're sugarcoating like it here. Past anything. I like, think this kid Sam was supposed to reflect because it does fit the timeline of. So I, I believe it fits the timeline of like of, Ryan White of Ryan White. So like yeah. this boy, uh, you know, the boy's like, "Oh, you brought me whatever," and she's and Sophia pulls out the nectarine, and then she's like, "You gotta eat," and. Uh, he's like, you know, that's not gonna help. There's no cure for what I. Yeah, he what did actually he say? said he said. Uh, he said that they goofed his blood when he got yeah. a transfusion and no one can fix it. Yeah, and so Brian Christopher Matthews, um, who is starting a Designing Women podcast. Mm. Yeah, great great idea. Uh, he, I, I, I hope I just didn't announce that in an inappropriate way. Um, he asked if this if we're supposed to assume that the little boy's dying of AIDS. And yes, that is what yeah. you're supposed to assume. Uh, because that's exactly how Ryan White, Ryan White got it. AIDS. So Ryan White, guys, was a, um, a little boy in the 90, or 80s who... Uh, uh, had a blood transfusion. He was a hemophiliac, and yep. he had a blood transfusion. And blood transfusions, after 1986, I believe, yes, 1986, um, were not tested for the HIV virus. And Ryan White was a recipient of uh, an HIV-infected blood transplant, which is also similar to the 72 Hours episode, where Rose um, gets a blood transplant during a surgery, gallbladder surgery, and it, they believe it's, it was, some of it was infected with the HIV virus. So, and that's why gay men, uh, can't, like, any, if, when you're giving blood, and I learned this in high, as, in high school in a ridiculous way, um, so men who have had sex with men in this country cannot give blood because, of HIV, the possibility of HIV. So even though they test it and everything, there's a ban on anyone who had sex with a man. If you are a man and you've had sex with a man after the uh, something of I think June of 1986, 
you cannot give blood, donate blood. And I found this out in a really sort of shocking way in high school where I went to give blood, you know, because I was going to do my part during the blood drive. Yeah. And uh, the woman says, I have a fever. And I'm like, I ain't got no fever. What are you talking about? I feel great. I'm alive. And <laughs> I went to the nurse and who I was, like, chummy with, and uh, and I was like, why did she say I have a fever when clearly I do not? And then she sat me down and was like, it's because you've had sex with men. So this tells you two things about me. I had a Whoa. great relationship with my nurse in high school, and also I was having sex in high school. <laughs> you pretty badass for that. Yep. <laughs> um, but they can't, they can't, te- like, they can't test it. No, they do. They test all blood right, donated. Right, as they should. But, but it's just this blanket ban that the... That's still going on that today. That the American Red Cross, funded by the U.S. government, or partly funded by the U.S. government, has that, yeah, still has to this Damn. day. There are certain aspects that they're trying. There's a, there's a, there are campaigns to lift it, but it hasn't happened yet, to my knowledge. I've never donated blood, because I can't. Oh, you should. I can't. Oh, why? I have beta thalassemia. Oh, what does that mean? It is... Commonly mistaken for um, like an iron deficiency, like mm-hmm. anemia, but it's um, basically it's a blood disorder found in a lot of like Mediterranean blood because like on my mom's side, her family's Italian. Um, it, it's a blood disorder that reduces the production of hemoglobin essentially, which is yeah iron protein. Interesting. In um, yeah, so I can't give blood. Well, look at us. We're yeah. both rejects. We're both blood rejects. I love Can we it. start a band? Can we call it the blood rejects? Um, We're not going to start a band. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, let's see. So that, But the moment between them is so sweet because yes. he's like, he's, you know, he says to her, Sam's like, you know, no, nobody can fix it. Kind of, what's the point? And she's like, no, like, we have to believe it. We have to have hope. Hope is all you got. And he goes, and a nectarine. And it's just so It's sweet. a beautiful moment. It's a very beautiful moment. It is moment. actually, it, it makes, it, like, as soon as that moment happens in the episode, it cements why this episode's so good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was really great. Um, so the girls were back at the house. The girls are all just lying around on the sofa. Clearly, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune have come and gone. Loafing. Oh, my God. I have to mention something with loafing. Okay. <laughs> there is a incredible new show out on Netflix called Lady Dynamite starring Maria Bamford. Yes, Bamford. I've been watching it. It is so incredible. Have you how far are you into it? Um, I think I'm like 3 episodes in maybe. Oh, I'm I'm way farther. I have one episode left. And it uh, this episode hasn't come yet and I don't I think might be for on you. Four. But there's a there's an episode where Maria has this life coach and she's just so busy and she's trying to combat her life problems by like being active and stuff and then she realizes, "No, I need to be lazy." And so she goes to a loaf coach, which then that's starts, amazing. Her, things start unraveling, but it's a, it's a. It, I will say about this, this show, it is on on surface value, it is very Arrest Development, absurd sort of slapstick comedy. But deeper than that, it's a show about mental illness and the, the impacts of mental illness on this woman's life and how you know she struggles with it. And as someone who you know is regularly on antidepressants, like. It's really relatable. You mm-hmm. have these moments where, like, yeah, you are manic, and then all of a sudden you're not manic, and you take this pill, and, like, it's... And I, I had the pleasure of, like... I mean, I've done shows with Maria before, but I she did... I worked on a TV series, and she was a guest on it, and uh, we talked about our meds. We're on the same cocktail of meds. Wow. Yeah, except she takes a different anxiety medication for, like, you know, as-needed use. 
I love Maria Bamford. She's the best. She's she really so is. If you don't know any, if you haven't experienced Maria Bamford, you need to. She is yeah. the best of the best. Yeah. She's so such a brilliant talent. Yeah, I, she's and amazing. Watch that show. It's it's such a good show. Yeah. Um, so the women are loafing around. Uh, they got. They said that they literally accomplished nothing, and Dorothy was like. Not true. We found out that fruit cocktail goes well on a bagel. That was a question someone asked if if fruit cocktail. Who asked actually? It? I need to find out that person. But yes, it was asked, and I have never experienced that. Have you? No, I've never had fruit cocktail on a bagel. I can't say I've ever had fruit cocktail. I haven't had fruit cocktail since. I mean, it's probably since I was a kid. Yeah, I don't. But I did. My I would get it in my like lunchbox. I would get like a can of fruit cocktail. That was like my fruit. <laughs> I really? I mean, not always, but yeah, like I would eat it sometimes. We used to put it in Jello too. Interesting. Yeah. I can't find who asked about fruit cocktail, and I apologize, guys. We're doing this at the moment, but it was asked, and I saw it. I bet I can find it in two well, seconds. Well, I, I, I there's another question we need to answer too. So keep going though. Okay. Well, we're almost done with the episode, so. Sophia comes in, and, and the girls say that they spent the day, you well, know. Well, no, Sophia comes in, and she's like, you guys are already dressed for bed? Because they're still in their, like, well, what Jake Fletcher just asked about housecoats, uh, are they acceptable day wear? And I believe, yes, they are, but the girls were in their housecoats all day yeah. long. Yeah, all day long. All day long. long. You can find it now. Um, so, yeah, they ask Sophia, like, you know, or she, they say, they say that they spent the day working around the house, getting little things done here and there. And yeah. they're like, what did you do? And Sophia's like, what did you think I did? I bought a nectarine and then walks into her room. And that's the episode. Yeah, and that's and, the episode. And it's, it's such, such, such a good episode. I really, I really enjoyed this one. Um, so my golden takeaway from this episode is that... Everybody needs a little mystery in their life. We live in the age of social media where everything is exposed and put out there online, and I'm also a victim to that, too. I often overshare. That said, I mean, this, this episode is a great... This episode of the podcast is a great example of me oversharing, but um, uh, there are aspects of my life that I don't share with everyone, and I think that's a healthy, good thing to do. You know, have some privacy, have some moments, have some nuggets of truth that are active only into you, and, you know... Yeah. Carrie? I, you know what? I think the question was on Twitter, and that's why I'm looking for it. Um, you're in mine. Yeah, I know. Oh, no, that was a different one. Yeah, okay, no, Twitter. it was wrong. To so say your golden takeaway. My golden takeaway, we also missed a question. This is why we're going to start planning these better. There's one on Facebook that we missed that I wanted to answer. Okay. My golden takeaway um, for this episode is, uh, oof, hmm. My golden takeaway is, uh, man, I've what? never had this much trouble trying to think of one. Um, I was so bored listening to the three women talk around the table. I'm trying to think of something good about Sophia. Be helpful. How about that? Yeah. Sophia spent her day helping other people and not humble bragging. That's yeah. what I'll say. Be helpful. For the sake of being helpful and not because telling other people will make you feel better. And and don't let that ever really be the reason. Or if I it agree is, with just that. don't do it. Like I, you know, people some sometimes people like to Yeah. Like to brag when they do something incredibly helpful. I like, totally agree with and that. Do it now and then, but like don't do it all the time. Sometimes you can just be a good person and 
Yeah. And just, and just let, help you know. Help people out. Just do, help people out. I mean, there's 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 a, the last episode of The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien, he said something really awesome where he was just like, be nice, you know? Like, just be nice to each other. And, and that goes a really, really long way. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm so, sorry. So the last question, the last fan question on Facebook um, that we had for this episode was from Patrick Michael... I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly. Gruel. There's also an X. Gruulks, maybe? Gruulks? Um, I'm okay so sorry. Yeah. PMG. Uh, he says, if he asks, if you could only choose one, would a boycott by Orip or <laughs> Noprol be more effective? And I'm going to say Orip because that was the bigger organization. Okay. Like, so I think so. Like, bigger is better, more powerful, bigger, faster, stronger, that whole thing. Yeah. Cool. I like doing that. Maybe we can start doing that from yeah, now on. Yeah, that's great. And you know what you guys can do? You can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate if you like what you've listened to today. So, like, you know, we love doing this, and we're definitely a part of HeadGum, and, and they are awesome. But we also, like, need support to go on the road and to buy some equipment. So, like, if 40 people donated $25, we would be able to afford all of the equipment we need to be able to sound silky And also, smooth. we have, on Facebook alone, we have 1,100 Facebook followers. Mm-hmm. If every single one of our Facebook followers gave us a single dollar, we'd have more than enough money to get what we need. So just to put yeah. that into perspective. Definitely. And um, so if you guys go to outonthelanai.com slash donate, there's a donate button there that you can give a one-time donation. Or we've partnered up with Patreon. Patreon is the best way for communities to come together to fund creative projects that they love on a recurring basis. It's a platform that's all about community and connecting you, the loyal fans, with us, your humble host. So you can set up a monthly donation of any amount that you like. $2, $3, $4, 5 whatever, $10. Anything that you can spare on a monthly basis, that would go into supporting us and, and helping us grow and maybe even come to your city. So go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. And also, I realize this might be a fun thing we can also do, is uh, the next episode that we will be watching, if you're not paying attention to the chronological order we're going in, is uh, the one that got away, mm-hmm. which is where uh, Rose thinks she sees a UFO. So oh. that'll be the next episode we talk about, which is such a good one. So start thinking of your questions now and send them to us. You can send them to us just going to outonthelanai.com or you can go to follow us on Twitter at Golden Girls Pod on Facebook.com slash Golden Girls Podcast, Golden Girls Podcast.tumblr.com, all of the social sites you can go to us. Um, you can also just go to my Twitter or anything about me. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. Uh, and I am uh, Squid Eat Squid on Twitter and Squidzy on Instagram. And remember, guys, until next time, stay golden. Stay golden. And thanks for listening today. And I mean tomorrow. That was a headgum podcast.